From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Thursday, March 25th. You can find the Moab Free Health Clinic between a corner store and a thrift shop on Moab's west side of town. This unassuming brown building has become a mainstay for the local community. Hundreds and hundreds of uninsured and underinsured rural Utahns pass through its doors each year to access care from staff and medical volunteers. Hey, Colby. Hi, you're Mr. Molly. Right? I'm Molly. Nice to meet nice you. Nice to meet you. I'm greeted today by Colby Williams, the clinic's AmeriCorps VISTA. The federal VISTA program places volunteers like Williams at organizations across the country working to address poverty. So I started here January 19th, actually. Making healthcare accessible to everyone is the clinic's mission and one way to move the needle on systemic inequality. Free Health Clinic staff say there are lots of reasons why people might be without health insurance in Moab. For one, most workers have jobs in the service industry. Those positions don't traditionally offer benefit packages or pay as much as other non-tourism sector jobs. In fact, the median household income here is roughly 25% lower than state averages. Plus, any undocumented worker will also have limited opportunity for medical assistance, like access to Medicaid. Whatever the reason for their visit, data suggests the Moab Free Health Clinic is on track to serve a record number of patients in 2021. The nonprofit will continue doing that through their general primary care services and things like women's clinics and STD testing. But this year, they're looking beyond the doctor's office to do more for public health. And so instead of just focusing solely on the medical aspect, which would be like the hospital, us, Green River, we want to look at like the conditions people are in, the conditions that are like resulting from poverty and generational things. And those have such like strong impacts on health. Williams and the Free Health Clinic are building the Moab Community Referral System. It's a closed-loop digital system that will connect local medical providers to community aid organizations. It's based on successful models that have rolled out in states like Oregon, and it will essentially allow anyone who shows up at the Free Health Clinic or one of their many partner organizations to easily get referrals for social needs like housing and childcare. Which kind of like cuts down the burden on people because obviously if you're struggling um, to like find something to do with your children on the weekends, it's going to be hard to sign up at like 10 different nonprofits. You just don't have the time or like energy to do that. So we're trying to cut down how many forms people are filling out, Mm -hmm. how many places they're driving to, just having everything ready when they get there. This referral system, it's aimed to directly address what's known as the social determinants of health. According to the World Health Organization, these are the conditions in which people are born, grow, work, and live. And they can have big impacts on our overall health outcomes. It plays out in the data. In fact, the Centers for Disease Control and World Health Organization consistently find that things like economic stability and social support have a greater combined impact on health outcomes than any individual health behavior. The Moab Free Health Clinic knows it, and so does the governor of Utah. What most people don't understand is that access to health care is actually a, a fairly small percentage uh, of total health outcomes. And it's all these other things, right? Access to healthy food, access to transportation, access to housing. All of these things add up to determine uh, not just how long we'll live, but the, the type of life that we'll live. 
Within two weeks of assuming his role as governor this January, Spencer Cox released a list of strategic priorities that would shape his first 500 days in office. It's called the One Utah Roadmap, and in it, he says he wants to address social determinants across the state. Cox says he became aware of this issue when he chaired a state commission focused on intergenerational poverty. In, in Utah, one of the kind of legs of the stool with intergenerational poverty that we, we care about is health outcomes. And, and I just started noticing some of these trends. Those trends, Cox says, related things like safe housing to health outcomes, economic stress to health outcomes. There's also data that access to quality education, clean air and water, and your overall likelihood of experiencing oppression also affect your health outcomes. And Governor Cox says COVID-19 has unequivocally exposed gaps when it comes to these social determinants of health in Utah. I, I mean, I remember looking when, when we were finally getting testing ramped up and, and, and then I started to see some of our testing numbers. And I, I kept asking for demographic um, information on, on people who had contracted COVID and who, people who were hospitalized and then, and then the deaths early on. And... I, I was hoping I would be surprised, uh, and, and I wasn't, uh, unfortunately, when I saw the disparities that were existing there. One of those pandemic disparities Cox points to is its effect on Utah's Latino community. At one point during the pandemic, Latinos represented as many as 45 percent of COVID-19 cases, while making up only about 14 percent of the state's population. Experts directly related those numbers to social determinants of health, like access to care and work conditions. So Cox says the pandemic exposed in a very big way, kind of with a microscope or a magnifying glass, maybe is the, the better analogy, um, what, what's happening out there. The conditions in which you are born, grow, work and live, these are not naturally occurring phenomena, according to the World Health Organization, but rather they're shaped by political, social and economic forces. That means social determinants can be addressed through more equitable programs and policy. It's always, you know, challenging to change traditions and change how we think of the standard of care and what contributes to health. Lisa Nichols is the assistant VP of Community Health at Intermountain Healthcare, a system that includes 41,000 caregivers across Utah, Idaho, and Nevada. While it may be challenging to address the social and political factors playing a huge role in our health outcomes, Nichols says it's absolutely necessary. The American medical system, she says, simply has not prioritized social needs at the expense of our health. Americans have some of the poorest health outcomes in the developed world. And if you look at what we resource versus what is resourced in other countries, it's, it's very focused on health care delivery in the United States. And in other countries, it's very focused on social services. Um, so I think our resources are not quite right-sized. At the end of 2021, Intermountain will have completed a three-year pilot project in Washington and Weber counties, looking into the connection between social need and health outcomes. Like the Moab Free Health Clinic, Intermountain has a digital referral platform between the medical setting and social agencies. They're also working with predictive analytics to anticipate social needs and reaching out to clients proactively. 
Governor Cox says successful aspects of Intermountain's project will help inform his plan to address social determinants. So will the recommendations of his health security team, which is led by Tracy Gruber. She's the executive director of Utah's Department of Human Services. Gruber says this idea that the notion of public health needs to be broadened beyond simply access to medical care and incorporate these social determinants, housing, food, transportation, clean air and water, is is a relatively new concept. But it's not a new concept to Gruber. Her background includes directing the Utah Office of Child Care and the state's Intergenerational Poverty Initiative. Over the last eight years, that initiative has unearthed some powerful data, supporting the idea that addressing health equity through social determinants can help lift people out of the cycle of poverty. There was an increasing body of research that demonstrates that if you address the social determinants of health, not only are you going to improve health outcomes for individuals, which then helps them stay connected to school and connected to work um, and be successful, um, but you were also going to improve overall well-being for children who were in the cycle who, or who are in or at risk of being in the cycle of intergenerational poverty. Gruber and the health security team are expected to deliver actionable items to address social determinants in Utah by the end of April. It's clear that social determinants influence health inequity, which the World Health Organization calls unfair, unjust, and avoidable. Back at the Moab Free Health Clinic, that's what AmeriCorps member Williams wishes more people in positions of power could get behind. He says it's easier for the government and the medical community at large to roll out things like federal nutrition programs in schools, but it's much harder to overhaul an entire like generation of redlining and all the housing crises that have like popped up all over the country. That's why he says healthcare providers need to start working more efficiently with organizations directly addressing social determinants like housing. Williams says so far, about 20 local aid organizations have signed on to partner in the Moab community referral system. We've talked to Grand Area Mentoring, Beacon After School Program. We're potentially in talks with the school itself, one of the school nurses. All they need now is a grant to get the software up and running. And then someone can walk into a partner organization, pick up a needs assessment form, and indicate what social determinants they could use some help with. A case manager inputs their information into the digital system and refers them internally to organizations that could address their need. So aid is prepared for them almost automatically. Closing the loop on health like this, it makes me think of a pair of arms folding in around a person. Feeling supported by your community That's a social determinant of health, too. For more on local and state efforts to address the social determinants of health, check the show notes of today's news on our website or podcast. And that's the news for Thursday, March 25th. Get your community-powered journalism Monday through Friday at noon and 7. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts.